The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, Cub fans, and thanks for downloading the Sunranto Show. I'm Danny Rocket, here with a brief message to ask you to become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash sunranto. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Sunranto. There's premium content all throughout the year. You get the show early and completely ad-free over there in podcast form. Plus, your support goes to support all the things that we do at the Sunranto Show, like the Cubs caroling this winter, like tickets and beer, like all the parties we throw. It goes to support the music and the Bleacher Bum Band. It goes to support the time that we put in to bring you an entertaining Cubs show. We are completely brought to you by Cubs fans, which means we are not beholden like many, many of the other shows to the corporate oligarchs that stand to influence your opinion about the Chicago Cubs. We are a fan-generated and a fan-supported show, and you should support us. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. It's the off-season, and you don't want to miss a thing. Here's the show. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old-style beers out at the game. Let's go, Covey Sunranto. Michael Cotton. Sunranto. out of the water yeah. again, Michael. <laughs> uh, hi, welcome to the Sun Ranto Show, uh, a special playoff edition of the Sun Ranto Show. Unfortunately, we're Ooh. not going to talk about our favorite team, the Chicago Cubs, but hi, I'm Danny Rocket. You just heard the lovely strains of Mr. Michael Cotton. Uh, IFG is here, the infield fly girl, to come in and talk about all things baseball, including the two games that are going on right now, and uh, a, a man whose team is not playing tonight, but has... Uh, made it to the second round of the 2022 Major League Baseball playoffs, Mr. The Garrister. Mr. The Garrister. I, I screwed that up. <laughs> like Mr. That. Gary Demico, but I should have just said Garrister because that's what it says on your nameplate. But um, this is the Sunranto Show. It is brought to you by our 108 <laughs> Patreon supporters. Thank you so much to all of you that support us at patreon.com slash Sunranto. It's how we keep the show on the air without you uh, we die. Right. So um, we do. We, we, I mean, at least the show does. And eventually us, because nobody here gets out alive. Um, unless so, we can pay for it. What would you say, Michael? I said, unless we can pay for it. The more money we get, the longer we can live. It's kind of true. That's how this world works. We don't live in fucking Denmark. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. We have to wait for it to happen somewhat naturally here. Yeah. Um, uh, so, anyhow, we're we're off to a morbid start. So, uh, you guys- I was going to say this is darker than the Robbie Ray inning. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about some of these uh, innings, including the Robbie Ray inning. The Robbie Ray two pitches. You mean? Yeah, it wasn't quite an inning. It was not even a point one, I believe. No, not 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 even a point one. He's got an infinity earned run average. He does in in the in the playoffs. No, he right did. Now. He did. He did start off with a flyout. Oh yeah, that's right. So he did get oh, the yeah, one. That's right. He got on two minutes. So what's his CRA? Well, the only the one, only the one run is his, I guess. The other two were put on by that's the right. guy who yeah. was pitching before, but. So, uh, yeah, but let's – why don't we start actually with the Cleveland game because we got Gary here. Gary's a big Cleveland fan. And and uh, Cleveland, they beat the Rays in some really, really incredibly tight games, including a 0-0 15-inning contest that was finally decided on a walk-off. Like, Gary – Four total runs in two games out yes. of both teams. 24 innings, yeah. Now, do you like this? I mean, I love baseball. I think that in some ways I could see this game as being boring because there's not a lot of action. But in some games, it's just because it's the playoffs. It feels so tight. Like, Gary, where were you? Were you just like, you know, pooping pellets? Yeah, I was sweating it out. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think I tuned in. I didn't even tune in. I didn't see the whole thing even, um, but I tuned in late and I still got to see about nine innings because it went <laughs> a million years. The, the danger so, of those like, games is that you start drinking in the first, right? Thinking <laughs> you're only going nine, and right. then next thing you know, it's you know two it's hours like, after what you thought was going to be your bedtime. You've had another six-pack, and you're fucking dead the next day. Like I wanted to call in a reserve liver from the bullpen, you know, but you just have to, you have to stick I mean, I was, at the, I was at the uh, the Marathon Seattle game, and I can tell you the real danger is closing the bars in the seventh inning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're at the game, totally different story. You yeah. are you are stone cold sober by the time those games well, end. Well, even worse, you're sobering up and you're you're hung over by the time the game ends. <laughs> you had, like, like, I you, just want to go sorry. home. You pre- Can we you call had, a tie in the 12? Exactly. Like, somebody score. I don't care who wins. Um, but, or I, I need one more beer just to like, get me back up on my night, uh, you know, because you got the pregame and then you start drinking and the, then you're drinking at the ballpark. You have like five in there. Then they, they shut it down. You're like, well, I only got two more innings and then yeah then it you know 16 innings innings later but (laughs) so yeah i mean that was pretty exciting though i mean i kind of like games like that but i can also see it being like if you're a casual baseball fan like rob manfred does not want this style of baseball to exist yeah you know this is rob manfred's nightmare that like some little kid's gonna sit down and watch this game like baseball's boring and you gotta tell me because i i was not watching these games sorry i'm uh oh. <laughs> you you I'm muted. muted I don't know how I got muted, but I got well, muted. Well, you're not on your mic anymore either. You're you're off mic. 
Your your mic got thrown off. Uh, you, you're on computer audio. I can I can hear your room. Oh, there he goes. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. Well, Michael, he's like he was just explaining how he didn't watch the game, so it like might be fine <laughs> that he's not going to talk about the games that he didn't watch because he's right. got nothing really to add. But <laughs> but yeah, but Cleveland they they get over that they face the Yankees and then last night. It didn't go quite as well, although it was still a pretty tight game. They didn't lose by a lot. They didn't totally get pantsed, but Anthony Rizzo did it to you, and we had a little text exchange about that. We did. About how, like, you wanted to believe Anthony Rizzo was a cute, cuddly guy, but he just keeps doing it to you like he did in 2016. Now he does it to you here in a different uniform. It's it's a little little tough to take. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I thought, you know, about, you know, three, four innings in, I was feeling pretty good. Uh, they hadn't really gotten to Cole, but his pitch count was up there. I mean, they left him loaded in the fourth or fifth or whatever, and they had, you know, they had a crack at it there. I am. I think. We, yeah, you're back. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, no. What I was going to ask was the 15 inning game. Uh, was that with the Manfred man? They made it 15, or no? Are they it, not doing no, that? You in can the playoffs? you can watch again, Michael. Your long I can watch, again. I can watch oh, yeah, extra yeah. inning games again. Okay. Yeah. He's in protest. I, he turns it off after nine. If they I, go they only him. play nine. I would rather see it end in a tie. And I mean, nothing good is going to happen after that. No, I didn't realize yeah. that they were going to go uh, regular rules. So 15 innings, regular yeah, rules. Yeah. I mean, see, the bad the part is me. that Manfred's going to point to that and go, this is the problem. And it's not because it was. You know, that's exciting. I don't know. I, yeah. I like it, but whatever. What do you got at IFG? Oh, no, I was just going to say that the, the thing for me, like the only reason I'm I'm terribly against the Ghost Runner thing, because it, it's the same rule that they have in international tournaments, except they have a runner on first and second uh, in international oh, tournaments. Wow. Um, but the problem that I have with using it in MLB is the fact that they don't apply it to the playoffs. Like the the playoff game is meaningfully different than the game that you play during the re- regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a weird like game hypocrisy. I don't know. I just don't yeah. like it. You're right about um, that because they're it, it, they got to manage the bullpen totally differently. Mm-hmm. You know than they do right. in the regular right. season. You're like, well, right. it's going to be over in a couple season, innings anyway. You're building up a, a team to play one game, and then your playoffs are a different game. It, yeah, that is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I totally uh, agree with you on that. Yeah. But the you know the reason I hate it is you know and I've said it before. It takes away home field advantage when you give that advantage to the first team up. That gives the the visiting team an advantage. And I know Danny, you've talked about looking at the numbers, and I think the numbers they're close, but well, it's. We- a I want to look at it. It's a very real. slight advantage to the visiting team, and that's just ridiculous. Like, if the visiting team gets one run, mm-hmm. which is much easier for them to get, then the home team has to get two if they want to win. Because if they only get one, well, well then they yeah. have to just well, fucking yeah. play again. And then well, the- once again, it's bullpen management. It's the right. difference of how you're going to manage your bullpen, and it's and it's just a slight tick of a different game. It's I mean, it's almost like they should give them another maybe one or two arms in the bullpen for the playoffs if that's what they're going to do because like you said they're not prepared to play the game that way. well unfortunately all the pitchers are injured by this time and there are, are no more arms to have in the playoffs um this in from jim canavan congrats to the guardian guy 
I hate the White Sox. <laughs> we all hate the White Sox on this show, pretty much. I mean, yeah. Um, so and so, how do you feel, Gary? What do you, what do you think is going to happen here in the in this se- series with the Yankees? You got you got to pull out now. Is three this of the their next year? Four. That's what I want to know. I mean, you know, somebody compared us to the 2015 Royals, you know, which I thought was flattering, but not necessarily uh, accurate. I mean, I. We're you know we do have good things like we we we're very good contact team we don't strike out we play good defense bullpen is good starting pitching is good Tito you know you got, got Tito, Tito. Yeah. Um, but I mean I think we were one and five one and six against the Yankees this year I mean, yeah it's not a good matchup for us you know that's um, the hard part that's yeah. really the hard part and I know that IFG has to be you know out there going Mariners feeling good because. The Mariners just always get their asses handed to them by the Yankees in the playoffs. So the fact that they made it to the opposite side and they won't have to see them till the championship series if they see them is a bonus for that. Well, let's talk about the Mariners. Let's talk a little bit about the Mariners. Uh, Mariners over the Blue Jays in two games. Um, They they shut uh, shut them out in game one for nothing, and then they were down. What, was, it, yes. was it really nine to one? It was eight to yeah. one. Yeah, it was, was nine to one, eight. and they won ten nine. Yeah. It was bananas. Um, it was kind of unfortunate. Uh, there was a, a hit by pitch to the head, and there was some tension going on. And then later on, uh, a pretty serious injury on a what should have been a fly out. Uh, and Craya, or uh, not Craya, sorry, Springer. Um, Springer got carted off the field. I hope he's okay. I, I yeah. haven't looked into. Um, that, but yeah, just like after that, they, that was what tied up the game. And from Mm -hmm. there on, I don't know. Yeah. That was tough uh, for the blue Jays who, I mean, I think we're, I don't think anybody feel for them. I really honestly do. Like they had that game. I can't imagine how heartbreaking that is to, it makes me happy that the Blue Jays fans had to deal with that though, because fuck those Blue Jays fans from, the playoffs like i don't know four or five years ago when they were just complete assholes so i love that that the mariners beat their asses that way it just you know (laughs) came out and just killed their their chances in toronto in their face too yeah um seattle i mean i know you're a fan ifg it's just like they've got some some veterans some rookies Mm -hmm. there's kind of like you know that kind of like ragtag group of bastards that might just get it done you know team it's such a fun team. You know, you've got, like, please take my salary dump Eugenio Suarez, who's just come on the team and been an absolute spark. I have – I'm so glad because, like, I'm, I've always, like, had a, a Reds player that has been, like, my – I'm secret fandom. I'm not allowed to be a Reds and Now you have all the Reds players that you're – And now I'm really allowed I just like how Pat Hughes says, hey, Eugenio, and that's that's enough for me. (laughs) But he's so fun, and it's like, you know, he's having a great time, and then Julio is great, and JP's a lot of fun, and then their bullpen is just hysterical, and they're just, they're a really, like, fun team. They dance after they win. I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. And, uh... Well, and they've been coming on for the last like getting better the last couple of years. Like yeah. it is not completely out of the realm that they just showed up this year, but no, not at all. It, it, especially with the, you know, the Third end of season now. tournament. Yeah. But 
you know, it was still tough for them to get in, but they do feel like a team that has the vibes to kind of roll through some things. Well, you know, they did. They to, did until yesterday, and then it all fell apart. Well, you know what? They they blew some vibes on that eight-run <laughs> <think>? comeback. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Uh, what a finish, though, to that game. I mean, I don't like the Astros. I want them to lose. I was really rooting for the Mariners. I had this game on all day. And, you know, you just can't let them back in. And in my estimation, my overall yeah. takeaway is this game got overmanaged. Robbie Ray shouldn't have been in there. I mean, I don't know Absolutely what you do. Not, like, yeah. obviously, 2020 hindsight, but like. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I grew up in Tampa, right? And I'm a Cubs fan. And now I'm watching the Mariners as a home team because I've been here in Seattle for a year and a half now. Um, and I'm like, Lou Pinella. Joe <laughs> <laughs> Matt again. <laughs> God service, why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and I mean, the Mariners. I mean, that's that's the team I forget is a team sometimes. You know, yeah. just I like I maybe watch them play like once every seven years or something. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, the Mariners. The Mariners are a team. Yeah. My my biggest story about the Mariners is that I was there when they blew up the Kingdom. I was like oh, three blocks. Really- I was as close as you could be. I was at the the borders when they. When they blew that thing Did up, you go down specifically to watch it explode? Yeah, I used to. Uh, I used to bartend. <laughs> I used to bartend in Tacoma, and me and this dude were drinking. Like once we closed the bar, we would just sit there and drink and play pool until dawn. And I was like, "Hey, they're gonna go blow up the fucking kingdom." So you know, of course, we drove an hour. <laughs> we drove an hour up there, and we got there before anybody else. <laughs> we were right at, as far like the police wouldn't let us go any farther. It was it was awesome. David Elliott and, and it's a dome. I love you know that that makes me happy just seeing that a dome got blown up. Uh, and that I'm was actually, like one of the original domes that looked kind of yeah. more like a. Not like it looked a like spaceship. a parking garage that had a baseball field in it. Like that's what it looked like from the outside. So I, I actually would really like to go to their new field. That looks like a nice field. Was it called Safeco? Uh, it formerly it Safeco, now Safeco. T-Mobile. Yeah, I was just there myself. Uh, I caught game one sixty slash one sixty one doubleheader Tuesday for the Tigers. Nice. I was there too. It was so fun. So you Walked guys got to hang out now. I didn't Walked even put it together things. that you guys are both in, in Seattle because Gary's from Chicago. So I, I always think of him as there. Like he's far flung, but you're not from Seattle. But now you're there for a year. So you guys are both new to Seattle. Yeah. And and sleepless in Seattle. I I I see a rom com coming our way. <laughs> matchmaker match no, i can't yeah. i can't i'm not gonna make you guys blush on the, on the air yeah um, but, uh, but yeah i'm i'm going for the mariners I, I really do think that they might have a little bit more magic in them the astros i mean they're just a seasoned playoff team they've been here i was thinking this is what i wish the cubs this is what the cubs were supposed to be exactly the yeah. astros and the dodgers is exactly what theo sold us mm-hmm. on many mm-hmm. years ago and then that just i don't know he 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 felt too in love with some of those players and uh and then i think the ownership kind of pulled the rug out from under him a little bit and then next thing you know we're fucking rebuilding again yeah 
here we are. And you know, we're we're doing a show about other teams and we're a yeah. Cubs podcast. So that's not how that's going for us. Well, I mean, yeah. we're going to get, hey, we'll get to some Cubs anybody stuff, yeah. who came for the Cubs. You know, you got to sit through this bullshit with the other teams, just like you have to in October, unfortunately. But we're going to get to the Cubs because I got some shit to say. Well, and we've saved the best for last, too. We have. I just keep saying my chaos scenario for this World Series is the ultimate Vetter Cup. I want the Mariners and the Padres. So... As an extension, we'll make it a Cubs podcast. I want Darvish in the World Series again. Yeah. I would not mind that. Um, you know, I know Danny has, uh, you know, really strong feelings about the Padres. I they're I understand exactly where those come from, and they're frustrating. But at this point, I'm kind of just like, they're doing all the things that I want a team to do. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like, yeah, that's a yeah. different team than what we and saw way back then. They got to get past. Well, let's talk about and, the Padres. And, and, let's, and let's just point out one more thing. Neither the Mariners nor the Padres have a World Series ring yet. It would be like the thing for all the marbles. You know, the, somebody is getting their first ring. And that's so, so, so that would be the equivalent of the Cubs and Cleveland Back yeah. with the the longest droughts, droughts and like yeah. everybody's fucking like going exactly. insane. It's like where who's like if win? you want to drive ratings, like this is literally this is the first time this has happened since the first time there was a World Series. Like yeah. now, you Yankees, know I mean? Dodgers, pretty populous places, probably drive some ratings. But like, yeah, Mariners, Padres, sure. Let's, we're actually sure everybody's going to tune in for that you know, juggernaut. <laughs> baseball fans want to stay up till midnight every night for every game. That's right. <laughs> I, as a West Coast dwelling person, yeah. would absolutely love to not have to watch baseball in the middle of a work day. It is right. tough no, to would, have the Guardians playing at nine a.m. I gotta say that's seriously. Awesome. Yeah. No, I I wouldn't. I honestly, I wouldn't mind that that matchup i think uh i said before the playoffs cleveland and la is what i was kind of thinking oh, that i just don't want to watch the dodgers again but i'm of the opinion with the dodgers i know everybody hates them but i'm just like they fucking do it right and i want all these assholes who own teams and are trying to do it on the you know, nickel and diamond this shit. I want them to see over and over and over the team that does it right is the Dodgers. Or honestly, that's why I don't mind the Padres because they They put together a bunch of young guys that were good. They extended a bunch of people. They, they have long fucking contracts. They are like all in all the time for the last like three or four years. So so an uh, update uh, if you're if you're blacked out of the baseball game I'm I'm looking at it right now the Braves just scored again they're rallying in the bottom of the six it's to two nothing uh, uh, Atlanta and then the Dodgers are ahead of the Padres two to one and the Padres yeah, I'm watching they, I've got the Dodgers and Padres on right now I, I tried watching to, you Darvish okay in here I tried to get. I tried to get Uncle Mike to come in to talk about the Mets season being over. He's our Mets uh, podcast guy. Also uh, on the West Coast. Yeah, he's also <laughs> he's in L.A. But uh, but he uh, said it's too soon. He does not want to talk about it yet. That was a he, he's, he's just disgusted. I mean, it's kind of like yeah. what was we took. We texted back and forth a little bit. He's disgusted by how this team he's like, I don't even think it would have mattered if we would have added somebody like Wilson Contreras. He doesn't. 
think it would have it would have moved the needle. He's like, because we're destined for for doom. It's like kind of what he gave me. With six games left, they go to Atlanta and get swept and lose the division. I mean, that's just yeah. And they could have had a bye. They could be right now playing the Phillies in a team that they really know from their division. I mean, well, and they they dominated. I think. I mean, I think the Phillies were like five and fourteen against the Mets or something. But now the now the Padres move on. They got the Dodgers, and they. I watched some of that game last night, and I'm sorry, it just looks like the little brother playing the playing the big brother and even though the Padres really stacked their team these are two really great teams but it, it but the Padres have got David has got to uh slay Goliath just like Cleveland has to slay the Yankees just like you know yeah. these things have to happen just like the Cubs had to slay St. Louis which we'll get to St. Louis <laughs> we were saving the best for last yeah. on the, the playoffs Oof. here um but, you know, that's what it seems like. And I don't know that the Padres are going to be able to pull this out. That's the sad thing about it. Because even with all the talent, you know. It's yeah. it's the difference between, you know, like this is their first sort of taste at the postseason. And it wasn't like they dominated to get in. They are in that division with the Dodgers. And they are, what, 12 games back of the Dodgers or some shit like no, that? No, like 20, 22, I think. 20, yeah, it's like 22. Oh, it's, it, you know, it's so ridiculous out there with that team. But, you know, it's three games. Like, you or five games. You've got a chance. Like, you can, you, you know, these short series – gives an opportunity like it really does even up the playing field a bit more now Dodgers had a a little bit of time off it seems to have been fine for them you know this has been the big story going into the end of season tournament giving teams three days off on one hand it seems like a great idea because they just played 162 games and it's most grueling season in all of sports but then on the other hand they're not used to taking that much time off and you don't know what that's going to do to some teams. Well, they so were fine last point. night and they're fine they tonight. Fine. And yeah, and it didn't seem to matter. Well, Astros too, were off tonight, and managed so. an incredible comeback and they walked it off. So I wanted that to be true. I wanted the bye week to be the, the bye games to be the dumbest thing that they did and that everybody gets iced. And then they kissed came out and the didn't score any runs and the right. pitching was rusty. That's really what I wanted, but that's not, seemingly what is happening yeah. or what has happened in any of the games right no the it's you, were good like everybody was yeah, good was feeling okay but since we're kind of talking big picture with that little bit here before we get to the best <laughs> part of the wild card series what did you guys yeah, I'm, think I'm of the wild card series this three game only <clears throat> one series went that was that was padres mets they're the only yeah. ones that made it to the third game the other ones uh, two. I don't up. think any of them were really dominated. What? Uh, let me look again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, no, I mean, there was one that was kind of dominated, but there we'll was one dominated it. that we haven't got to yet. Yeah. That one was dominated, but the other ones were, you know, uh, somewhat competitive. Um, so I don't know. What do you, What do you think? What do you like? Actually, I think the Mets got their asses handed to them. Yeah, pretty much. Do Do you like? this three game series give me I mean, I think your goes without saying series. that i like it better than one game playing i guess you know that's always ridiculous i thought i would hate it and it turns out i like it um and i it, it's like almost like a nomination in a second it's like 
you know, instead of just this one game play in and it's almost like a coin flip, at least it's like, okay, well, you're good enough to win two games against these guys. So sure. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm do the Cubs yeah. win in the wild card game uh, in against Pittsburgh in 2015. If they got to play, I mean, they do, Jake yeah. dominates and then, you probably throw Lester next. I mean, I guess they maybe they do. I don't know, but, but for, for me, it's like I mean to answer your question, Michael. I you know I I see advantages to both. Like you have the the do or die game, um, and that now that's a game three if you get to it. But if you don't get to it, it means that that team was just better because they won the first two, and you have more of a reason. Plus, it's more of an incentive to get that by because you've used your top pitchers. Yeah, you've used all and they make you play right away because now getting into the format you're just talking about. Now, what doesn't make sense is the penalty is, OK, you've used all your pitchers. Now you got to um, you got to keep going. The games just keep yeah, on forever. going. You, yeah, yeah, you got you, you play the next series. You got the Yankees now. Cleveland wins those two games. Now they get the Yankees. They only get the day off because they won two in a row. So there's an advantage Ooh. to that, too. So you can reset a little bit. But here's the thing that's dumb. They're off tonight. The entire yeah. American League is off tonight. Just, just start tomorrow, or just start a day later. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> See, okay, that's not baseball. Yeah. Well, as as often is the case, I am uh, I'm in disagreement with all three of you. the The wild card well, game, yeah. the wild card game is was the best way to end the regular season and play their way into the postseason. I fucking loved it. Now the fact that we have so many in the fact that it's like game two. Oh, you won game two or you didn't win. Who cares? It's like the first game. Are we going to get really excited? Mm, I don't know. It was fun, but we got another game. I kind of like what David and then Elliott. Game two. Ah, we got another game. It was only one game that made it. It's like it, the, the, the game sevenness doesn't come through in these three game series. But it's a game and seven against like a two eighty five win teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I can or, or sometimes in the nineties, like well, that year with the Pirates, it was two a ninety seven yeah. and ninety eight win team. So it but can it's, happen that it's, way. But it's even worse now. I mean, you got the the these teams are uh the better teams, let's see. Yeah, the blue the better teams lost what two, three of the games, three of the yeah. series. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons that they went to that one game format is because the wild card teams were just rolling in and rolling their way up, you know, on a, you know, playing hot, rolling on through and getting to the world series. And they didn't like that. That's why they made the extra game. And I honestly, when that, when they first expanded that to the five teams, I thought, terrible idea. I'm going to hate this. I fucking loved it. And it's the one game that, or actually two games that I knew I was going to watch every year because those games were actually, were all the marbles. Unfortunately, like, you, they were on on a, on a Tuesday at, at 3 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon the and ten, nobody could watch the <laughs> Gary's getting up at 2 in the, at th yeah. 10 in the morning <laughs> to try to watch this thing. And he's like, yeah, well, but I've got, got to work. i got it out of the background. Just kind of I don't know. game day. And I know that everybody, so many people have been pushing for this fucking three-game series for goddamn ever. And my issue has always been 
you're going to go to the three-game series, and then that's not going to be enough. And then you're going to go to the fucking five-game series, and then we're going to have five, seven, seven, and then that's not going to be enough. And then we're going to have seven, seven, seven. And next thing you know, it's a goddamn NBA playoffs, and we're playing in fucking January. Well, you know, yeah, like, I'm more sad. baseball. Yes. You got to you, – you, there was a, a – the reason baseball playoffs and the teams that were in it were so good is because you had to fucking get through that season and you had to be one of the best teams. And now you only have to be one of the middling teams. And that is a problem for me. And the middling teams get to go against other middling teams in the first round. Like, who gives a shit? For me, from like a... But it doesn't... Sorry, sorry. I was going to... I just... I like the three-game series, but it doesn't mean I like having 12 teams in the playoffs. I mean, you know, I think. Uh, but, but again, yeah, I just, I just don't like the three game series. I like that one. I love, three games at I, time. I, I love that series. one game. One sixty three, or on the great years, it was game like one sixty five. Because then they had to play extra games to figure out who was going to get into the fucking wild card game. Yeah, that was a great year. That was 2018 for the Cubs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was just a magical ending. And yeah, the Cubs. Oh, God. Yeah, that was that was a bummer personally. But as a whole, I I enjoyed that. Yeah, but I, I get it. I don't know. Just for me, it takes the urgency away from what we have. Learned. Certainly took the urgency away from the end of the year. Yeah, there oh, was not the, 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 the only thing we cared about. Yeah, there were no races. There were only just like except for Milwaukee. who's gonna not suck at the end of the year. That was kind of where we were. I see. IFG wants to like yell. For at me, me it's no, <laughs> no, 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 no. For me, I'm, I'm, my brain's going a totally different direction. The problem that I have with the um, extra teams getting into the playoffs is what you said it it encourages it, it it allows middling teams in which encourages these cheap teams that we don't like the way that they do their things to do the things that way because all you have to do is be middling it it encourages yes. a, a reduction to the mean if that which yeah. is which is why I have this fucking like I want the Dodgers to win because I just right. want I I want it to become honestly it sucks, sort of, but yeah, just Dodgers Yankees every year until all these other teams fucking figure out that you can't be a dick and do nothing all the time and then just like fucking show up late to the party and go home with the prom queen. You can't well, spe- fucking do it. Speaking of dicks that uh, come to late to the party and show up uh, late all the time, Robert Sanchez asks, I don't know "When are we gonna from. make fun of the Cardinals?" And I, I think, I think we're there. Uh, you know, yes, yes, the dicks are leaving the party. Yeah. So this from this from our friend Corey Friedman, friend of the show over at Chuggo. says Cubs Twitter tonight, and it's got uh, that meme of the guy in front of the grave, uh, and he's wearing a Cubs hat, and the Cardinals are buried. And he just given the peace sign and then uh you dude, know and i love i love that the dude with the cubs hat is is totally he's wearing it left yeah he's like peace hats out that's to the left stropey in the house so uh yeah the cardinals blew a six-run lead in the, <laughs> no, they blew a three-run lead in the ninth by allowing the, the phillies to uh 
<laughs> to score six <laughs> to runs. To score six runs in the ninth inning. And it was just such a thing of beauty. And it oh. made the Cardinals fans so sad. It was the and, and it was only game one. It wasn't the end of the series. But here's <laughs> look at this St. guy. Louis. That's the best part. It's not like they yeah. were the they were the wild card team going to Philly. No. They were the champs, right? The fucking division champs. And they just got their asses handed to them in the ninth. Loved it. But, uh, for the podcast listeners, I have a picture of a very sad Cardinals fan sitting in the crowd with his stupid-looking mustache and Trump voting sunglasses, and he, <laughs> he's got his his hands over his face. He's just uh, hiding his shame. Either that, or he's not supposed to be there because of uh, the ankle bracelet. And then there's, <laughs> there's, there's totally what it looks like. It was, I think there was ankle bracelet night there. He, did, he didn't go so far as to wear a mask. Because of course he's not going to do that, but he doesn't want people to know who he is. Um, and there's another sad. There's a woman with her, you know, red uh, sweater that she brought draped over the railing there, and just a big old sad frown. She kind of looks like the woman that like wielded the guns at Black Lives Matter during the protests, <laughs> like in 2020. She looks like a lot like her. It's probably to her. be fair, we got to give these her. people props because a lot of those people started leaving before that game was over. It's true. Yeah. It yeah, was like true. you at extra innings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone. So then they got, then they got shut out. Point. Then they got shut out to nothing and their season's yeah. over and we're never going to see Yachty again. Although I don't doubt that he's going to somehow torment us still it, it, from beyond the grave. Oh, but, no, he's going to come back and be the fucking like the bench he, coach or some bullshit. He's going to be there all the time. He's already confirmed to be managing Team Puerto Rico for the World Baseball Classic. So you know that's just a stepping stone to eviler things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's going to be hard to root against that team, too. I'm going to love the no, Team Puerto Rico. And I'm going to be like, damn it, Yaddy. You're going to have Marcus and Javi and Lindor. My gosh. Yeah, it's gonna all be the so best. Fun. Yeah, all our favorites. And <laughs> oh, uh, this just in. On the screen. Padres and Dodgers tied it to. So, little brother's trying to come back here. Um, Braves are up three. Oh, you! <laughs> so, so um, uh, where were we with this? Oh, yeah. So, now the Phillies move on. Nick Castellanos with a game-saving catch the other day, which, you know, the knock on him was uh, – it wasn't that pretty, but he got there. Did you see the thing on the news? Uh, John Boy shared it. Uh, the- the news broadcaster, like they had a crawler thing on the bottom of the screen that was like 19 year old shot in like a wrong, uh, a, yeah, some like, uh, oh, a, warrant knock, a warrant knock, like a warrant knock in this 19, innocent 19 year old blown away by the cops. And then this like broadcaster is running around the baseball game and he's like, hey, you old guy, uh, you're a Phillies fan, huh? He's like, are you from around here? He's like, no, I'm from Detroit. He goes, oh, really? Why are you a Phillies fan? He's like, oh, my grandson plays on the team. Who's your grandson? Nick Castellanos. It's <laughs> <laughs> just random. This wow. literally random thing just That's happened. John Boy bizarre. shared it. It's on See, my. See, I was gonna, I was gonna keep it a little lighter and just say that uh, Nick Castellanos killed Angela Lansbury with that catch. But <laughs> oh, no. you, had, you had to bring it down with it. I'm sorry, but that is a thing that happened. <laughs> R.I.P. We can laugh when old people die, though. <laughs> yeah, it depends on yeah, how, how old. Yeah, there's a, for, there's a, for the podcast listeners, all three of them cringed. 
they all sort of made a face at me like, I don't know if we can say that. Yeah. Well, we could say it, but we're just going to judge you harshly yeah. <laughs> to your face because it's am, the Sun Rancher show. I you right to say it, sir. Yeah. I, am, I am a well-known and proud ageist. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, Phillies, um, they're in it. Um, I mean, they're getting beat now, but they won yesterday. And uh, so that, that proves to be a good – I mean, they got the, that offense. That, like, really probably shouldn't be there, but – they just have just have it going right now. Well, they should they should be there, but they should have been there all year, and they weren't. And well, now yeah. maybe they can piece something together and get past the Braves. They it was them and the Brewers at the end of the year, right. both like playing hot potato, like just trying to give it away. Rotten potato. But, that was, that yeah. was they were playing rotten, <laughs> but they both sucked. They they sucked bad. We swept the season series. The Cubs. Swept yeah. right. when they had so everything cool. on the line, they got their asses beat three straight games when they really, really needed it. Yeah. Uh, luckily for them, the Brewers were worse. Yeah, so I'm picking up pretty much everybody's rooting interests overall, uh, on this. Uh, but the one uh, this is the series that I don't care about quite as much, except for Nick the Stick and Kyle Schwarber. So I guess I'm more Phillies than Braves. Um, Definitely Padres over Dodgers. Definitely Cleveland over the Yankees. And I'm definitely Seattle um, of overall. You have so fantastic opinions. I would, I, would, I would agree with all of those as, like, how my heart wants to, to Yeah, cheer. but what are we going to do when it's Braves, Dodgers, and Yankees, um, Astros? That's what I Turn it the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Get two other leagues to watch. I'm fine. Yeah, let, let, does it light them start on Saturday? I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming up, Dominican League. Senior. Yeah, go. Let's go watch Christopher Morel. Is he good? Uh, did he sign with anybody? Uh, Maybe he I haven't looked at who's, who's in Aguilas last year. So hopefully, you know, he should still have his rights to the team. Um, I haven't looked up the final rosters yet. I'm not even sure if they've dropped. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it usually all happens pretty late because you have people sort of washing in at the beginning of the season and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, uh, French Wendell's going to be in Aguila. Yeah, I saw that. Frankie hanging on. To, that's a reason to watch right there, I guess. Yes, we we're going for our 23rd okay. championship. It's going to be a grand time. Yeah, I they've got a giant eagle outside of their stadium, too, it, it, that rivals anything the Cubs have, by the way. I mean, not well, we got our nice statues of players, but if we, we had a giant any- bear like that would be cool, which we don't makes have me, which we don't reminds have a giant me, the Cub with no pants. That's what we when mm-hmm. when Danny and I were over at Club 400 Wrigley. Uh, they were talking about how there was a time back in like 2014 when they had a giant macaroni, <laughs> giant yeah, macaroni <laughs> out in front of Wrigley Field, like, like some 20, product 13, placement. 2012, 2014, Whoa. even maybe. Yeah, people were just taking pictures with this big macaroni, <laughs> and they were and they were convinced that people liked it. And and everybody's like, no, we we really don't. We're taking pictures with it because we think it's stupid. It's like, ironic. It's like, can you believe they put this thing out here? Isn't that so, what the bean is? Uh, yeah, but it's bean is a piece of art. This was literally a product placement for macaroni and cheese. It was a macaroni, you know. So, so if the bean was like, help me. And the bean is giant. Uh, it is. The, the macaroni was not that big. Right. It was. It was. I mean, giant 
for a macaroni. macaroni yes. <laughs> but you could say the same thing about a bean. I would say the bean was another, you know, thousand percent bigger than the the macaroni in terms of a macaroni. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> I just got lost in the size of a bean and a macaroni together. And then how big the- this is. The saddest thing I've read all day. <laughs> yeah. This this in from the chat, David Elliott. He's going to be elected to the Hall of Fame and torment us to eternity. Well, I assume he means Yachty. Um, yeah. yeah. And, so, and the, thing that's going, the only thing that's going to get us through is that every time they talk about him, we'll just pop that picture up of the baseball stuck to his chest. Stuck detector. to his old sticky chest. <laughs> well, on that note, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to do some where are they now to talk about some of these players that have been uh, performing for the uh, former Cubs that have been uh, in, performing in the playoffs. And then we're going to get into Tom Ricketts' letter to fans and um, oh, and Jed Hoyer's presser a little bit, although I don't see the point because you don't learn anything. Uh, Gary, uh, if you'd like to stick around, you're more than welcome, but I told you I'd let you go right now if you wanted to. So, uh, I think I will take my chance here and get, get some work done. But. S- sounds good, brother. Uh, we'll, we'll have you on again, uh, when the, uh, uh hopefully the, the guardians can, uh, get through this series. I mean, at least get you through a few games, get you to game five would yeah, be nice at least, think, you know, I mean, yeah, they sure need a split coming home. I think. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Although, you know, I mean, one time one there was a, the Cubs. About. They were up on – I forget which team it was. They were up <laughs> three to one. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the other team was. And the Cubs were yeah. down. And right. they they had mm-hmm. to go back and play on uh, – you know, they, they had to play their asses years. off, win three straight in order to win the World Series. I forget. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something to look forward to. Cleveland hasn't even gone home yet. They've got that's a right. chance. Well, that's yeah. one thing you can say about both the Mariners and the Guardians is they played a team that already used their number one, and they haven't yet. You know, so they got you know, there's that. I guess. Yeah. Well, we're rooting for you, and yeah. uh, and uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break for uh, Patreon. We have this show is brought to you by our 108 Patreon supporters. Please support us at Patreon.com/sunranto, and uh, we'll be right back. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball oligarch Ricketts family. Just one dollar a month can buy a scorecard. Five dollars a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And ten dollars a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. 
Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Welcome back to the Sunranto show. Uh, thank you, Gary, for coming on. Uh, but we're, we're still here with IFG and uh, the Cubes fanatic, Michael Cotton. And um, I, I did want to mention this, that uh, I have this that was a giveaway from Wrigley Field. That is a long sleeve uh, hooded uh, T-shirt. Quite quite a nice uh, piece that they gave away right at the end of the season. Um, Michael, I gave you one. I, I had a couple at the extra people left them at the gig. Uh, the I almost band gig. I almost wore it tonight. Oh, yeah, it's they're nice. Well, you could have been a sexy model <laughs> then for it, but instead, I'm just going to hold it up in this plastic bag. Uh, and um, anyway, this is going to be the Patreon prize this month. The Patreon uh, patron of the month uh, is chosen at random, and we will be giving away this hooded T-shirt uh, to a very <laughs> lucky uh, person. Guy serious, guy serious wants to know how does a hooded T-shirt work? Uh, well, it's like a regular T-shirt, except for uh, it's got a hood on it, and then you can put the hood on your head. It's like a sweatshirt, only not heavy. Yeah. It seems great. I haven't worn mine yet, but uh, I'm but I'm going to give one away probably before I even wear mine. Uh, I I did want to uh, also uh, say, uh, oh yeah, you have to put ch hashtag chance in the chat. We forgot to say that we're giving away a Frank Chance postcard. They they have not come yet. I ordered them a while ago, and then I looked up the company that makes them, and everybody's like, do not order from them. They're a total scam. <laughs> they take your money. And then, but then I got a shipping confirmation today. Which, by the way, I got a shipping confirmation last week too. So we'll see, like, what this means, and this might actually be a total scam. And I'll have to, like, but anyway, that, maybe I, they're shipping them one at a time. Yeah, they'll be. They're things. actually used. They're just I, sent to you. I got five hundred of them, so I got <laughs> I got some to give away if they come. So uh, we're gonna do a little thing. I don't know where IFG went. She was here. She left. I think she's gonna show us what it. Oh, a, what I would. A, I have a. a I have a Mariners. Uh, one of those that they gave away. For, I'm literally holding uh, one. I could take it out. <laughs> I know, but I wanted to like, I don't know. Cause you had yours all da -da -da, whatever. Yeah, well, it's, it's actually here. I'll, I'll just pull it out. You can hey, see oh, it here. Cool. Actually, it's the 1984 bear, which is one of my favorite. And I don't Very know nice. if this is cool in practice when you put it on or, or, you know, like if you were to put this hood on, cause it is a pinstriped hood. It is. I will say that's kind of weird. It's weird. Yeah, uh, I probably would have left that. Idea. But when I but when I put it on, it's it's not so bad. Like you don't really think about it. But I'm sure other people make fun of me when I walk down the street. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, look at that guy in the white hood. And then I just what I tell myself it's is it's good. because of the shirt. Um, also, uh, Facebook user says uh, I never got a postcard, and I never got a shot glass, and I eventually had to buy my own shot glass. So I'm not sure who you are, Facebook user, but you sound disgruntled. So, um, and did you win a postcard? I mean, you have to win one. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like yeah. Danny just goes straight to the point. Well, did you win any of those things? We don't just give it to everyone. 
Yeah, well, and I do have shot glasses for sale. I'm just not sure who, who's who's saying that. But please contact me on the side because I've, I've sent a lot out a lot of things to a lot of people. But now is not the time for customer service, people. Now, now is we're, the we're we're doing something here. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm in the middle of a show, lady. Hey, Padres um, and Dodgers are now three to three, just keeping neck and neck moving through this game. And I want to say this about that. I've been a lot of people I owe postcards to. A lot of people. And it's because they haven't come in the mail. That's why I have a whole list of the people that I'm going to send them to. I'm going to sit down, you know, like Ringo on The Simpsons and answer all my fan mail. And everything's going to go out in one big fell swoop as I tell everybody their message, my message of hope and doom on the postcard. Which Marge got her letter back 30 years later. So that's the time frame <laughs> yeah. we're working on, people. Exactly. So Facebook users should just do what I do and drink. Out of glasses they get at the ballpark. Yeah, ballpark yeah, glass. Exactly. You know. Well, he did. It's it's just a really tiny one. No, if I owe anybody anything, uh, I'm gonna try to get it to you. But you know, uh, anyhow, if if you're waiting on a postcard, they're still coming. I know who you are. It's it's all catalog cataloged and everything. It's part of what the Patreon patrons pay for is me sitting around cataloging who I'm sending chance postcards uh -huh. to. Um, because I never won nothing. But I bought it all on my own. <laughs> yeah. like Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get that shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> I owe you something, Facebook user. I promise to give it to you. Um, uh, so I, I, anyway, we're going to do a segment called Where Are They Now? And uh, it's got a theme song. So, oh, no. But, oh, here it is. Where are they All right, Michael Cotton, let's blow through these suckers. There's a lot of them. I didn't realize how many former you, Cubs are actually in this playoffs. If we, had, if we had kept them, we'd be in the playoffs. And I just realized, isn't Jock Peterson still with the Braves? Mm, oh, no. no, he went to San Francisco. That's right. Yeah. He was. He won his ring and, and moved on. Yeah. Okay, good. I was looking at the picture. I was like, yeah. All right, let, we're going to start with Nick Castellanos because that was just the first one Danny put up there. I don't know why. Uh, but Nick the Stick, 2022, had a 263, 305, 389 slash for a 694 OPS. That is not all that great. Uh, a 95 OPS plus. So just, a, just below average. So, I don't know. We're not missing much with Nick the Stick. But in the playoffs, up to... Uh, this afternoon when I was doing this, uh, he had three hits, a walk, and two strikeouts in 13 plate appearances in these playoffs. Well, tonight he's 0 for 3. So, and yeah. he's batting 200 in the playoffs with a 517 OPS. Not I believe he got hurt and he, he struggled and then he got hurt and then he came back and struggled some more a little bit. Right? I, lo I love me some Nick the Stick, but there's not much stick in the neck anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's, he was yeah. injured a good part of the season and... He, but hey, big big catch, right? Yeah, I mean, wasn't pretty, <laughs> but he got there. Um, yeah, make a bad jump and uh, you know, and finish it nice. Well, how about his teammate, uh, Kyle Schwarber, twenty twenty two? His average was two eighteen. That is not very good. 
but he had a 323 OBP and a 504 slugging for an OPS of 827, How which was days? good. Yeah, which was good for 130 OPS plus. Yeah, right. Dingers. How many diggers? Dingers. He led the in homers with 46 dongs. Wow. And he also led the league in strikeouts with like 201. <laughs> so that's as was, many home I'll runs. take it every time. That's as many home runs as Patrick Wisdom and Wilson Contreras had together. I am so so annoyed he's not in left field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, I'll uh, give me some hat, but Jesus. In the playoffs, unless he's done something tonight, he's over twelve with five strikeouts and fourteen plate appearances, but he had two sacrifice flies. So you got that going for you. Yeah. Well, he doesn't yeah. have Jason Hayward there to tell him to hit the baseball. Yeah, well, it's, uh, well, Jason Hayward should should have told himself to hit the baseball. Now, speaking of people that hit b- hit baseballs, including one out of the park last night, Anthony Rizzo. Yeah, he Anthony did. fucking Rizzo. Look, this is the guy. Like, this will make you sick to your stomach. Yep. Uh, two twenty four, three thirty eight, four eighty slash line for an 817 OPS and a 131 OPS plus. That means he is one better than Kyle Schwarber was who led the league in home runs. And how many home runs do you think Anthony Rizzo hit this year? If you're just going to throw out a random guess and it's Anthony Rizzo, always go for 32 because he's done it four fucking times in Mm -hmm. 12 years. And one year was his first year where he, hardly played and one year was 2020 where they're just he would have hit 32 if he'd had two-thirds more of a season so you know anthony rizzo 32 is just the number like it's it's amazing yeah. getting back he's to Kyle one Schwarber, for four real. with the homer in these playoffs just real, Plus, real, amazing real, defense real quick real real important here robert sanchez is pointing out that one of uh kyle schwarber's sacrifice flies was in that six run ninth against the cardinals i just thought we should revisit that and make sure people knew that we knew that so yeah we that we knew Thank that you, kyle schwarber is still doing god's work and that the cardinals are still uh failing in the ninth inning <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh no, it, yeah, it's sad. I had a so I had a, a conversation with um, my son today, and he's talking about Rizzo, and he's like, he's the best first baseman that the Cubs have ever had. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, well, I mean, Ernie Banks played first base for a while, and I mean, but he was also shortstop. You could make the argument for him, but well, who else? Frank do you, Dance. Nah, but but no. So the the sad secret behind Tinker to Evers to Chance is that uh, they went into the Hall of Fame mainly because they were in that poem. They were like it's well known amongst Hall of Fame geeks that they really weren't that good on their own, but as a like this group, it was a, a sense of the actual Hall of Fame where they're famous, so they get in. Yeah, well, and. You know, and I think they were all dead by the time the Hall of Fame opened and they got in. So, yeah. So, you know, Frank Chance, but I said the same thing. Uh, I you know, thought, talk, I honestly thought Mark Andy Grace would be buried under first base. I, I honestly thought if there was anybody they were going to keep, it was going to be Anthony Rizzo and it's going to be forever. Yeah. yeah. And it wouldn't have even cost them all that much. They just didn't want 
an aging person. And here's the sad thing about it. There was nobody like knocking at the door at first base. There wasn't no. like, oh, we got this hot shot. I mean, unless they, they, they weren't like thinking about Mash Mervis back then. And even yeah. they weren't I don't know thinking about Mash are. Mervis earlier this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so well, they, know they said that they were right. now. Now they're like, see, we told you this guy was going to be incredible because of the coaches we have and the wearable technologies that we have them wearing. Yeah. Um, no, it, and I mean, I don't know. I have to side with Rizzo on this. He had a lower than uh, performance contract for many years, and they gave him market value. That is true, but he had already given them like the best years of his career with, you know, quote unquote, best years of his career for a discount. They didn't have, they, you know, they didn't have to go 150 million or anything, but you know, a little more than what they did or at least work with him. You know, it's more than that. It's what IFG just said. And that's that he should have been buried under first base. And that's how everybody felt about it. And that you want to see the statue of him holding that ball in statue way on one of those two platforms that don't have a statue yet. And yeah. they, they fucked that I up. Honestly, I honestly, with all Agreed. my heart, thought Anthony Rizzo was going to be that guy. Yeah. Should have been. I, I 100% agree. And like I said, having that conversation with my son, I was like, oh my God, I think Anthony Rizzo might be the best first baseman in Cubs history. And, and if anybody in the chat wants to jump in and uh, let me know why I'm wrong, I, I might be, but I'm like going through my head. And I'm like, I, I can't think of anybody who is better or more important to this. Carlos thing. Pena. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of wanted to go with like Sarge back in the eighties, but yeah, no, that was Leon Durham. Sarge played right field. No, Andre yeah. Dawson played right field. No, it's Sarge, oh, played, Sarge right played right field before Andre Dawson. Andre Dawson. I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm getting Leon I'm getting Durham played a little out field. He also played first base. Um, I can't, I'm getting mixed up. Billy Buckner over there. Bill Buckner. Can yeah. you guys hear my cat like banging on this door? This is no, ridiculous. I can't. Does she want to come in? She's wanting to be on the show. Or he. <laughs> come on in, kitty. All right. Well, um, now that we're, we're done crying. Oh, first, yeah, here we go. Anthony Terry Rizzo. E. Mark Grace. So we, we had that conversation too. Mark Grace will not be remembered for as good as he was. Like everybody says he's not a hall of famer, right? Most doubles in the nineties though. Yeah. Well, the most hits from 1990 to 99, he didn't hit 3000 though. That's the problem, but he had more hits than anyone else in the league. He played gold glove first base. He literally was one of maybe the top five players of a decade. Now, and is for he... all the kids who are my age, you know, that all of the, you know, fandoms that are my age, all of us that jumped on the bandwagon in 1998, Mark Grace was our first baseman. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, and the guy had a, a, he just didn't, the problem was he didn't hit for power, you know, yeah. and by the time he retired uh, with Arizona in 2001 or whatever, power was everything. Right. So they weren't well, looking steroids at steroids was everything. Right. <laughs> and he didn't and us. Right. And he didn't have uh the three thousand hits. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have the magic numbers. But if you really look at okay, he had more hits than anybody in ten years in a decade, that means he's the best hitter of the decade. 
I mean, I think you've got a spot in the Hall of Fame for the best hitter of every decade, don't you? Like, it feels like you should. But he might—he might be a Veterans Committee guy if he ends up, uh, you know, doing the dog and pony show and going to all the things and shaking some hands. And I don't know if he's going to be able to do it because he's, you know, kind of a drunk loudmouth who keeps accidentally canceling himself every time he opens his stupid mouth. So guess what? He's done. And we did not get in the Hall of Fame because he goes out and makes bad Archie Bunker jokes on the broadcast. He was in stepping. Oh, yep. He, he, but here's the he, thing. He he's not canceling himself with the guys that vote. That's Those true. guys are like, I don't know why they said that to you. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. They're they're just as big of uh That's Derek true. They him. they could be like, Oh, I think it was funny. Uh so, Terry E says Derek Lee had a nice run. Derek yeah. Lee did have a nice Until he run. He broke his wrist. Broke his yeah. wrist. He had uh, a back issue uh that kind of hobbled him for a long time. And he won a World Series with the team that knocked the Cubs out in two thousand three. And that fucking sucks. God, how so, many more of these do we got to get through? Oh, a lot. Oh, Darvish. Darvish. I was trying to move on. Darvish, 30 starts. Yay, 16, Darvish. 16 and 8, 310 ERA, a 121 ERA plus. He threw 194.2 innings this year. That's That was surprising to me because most guys don't even come close to 200. He had 197 strikeouts and only 37 walks. Uh, in the playoffs, seven innings pitched. Four strikeouts, one earned run, which was a home run, no walks. So uh, apparently he's not aging as badly as maybe Jed uh, thought he was going to. I will never forgive them. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, imagine this team with Rizzo and Darvish on it. Like you've got two, some of the best like elite players on your team. and it, uh, uh, Yeah. And they're having good – they're still putting up great numbers. Like, this is – whatever. Yeah, let's go. Let's what's move on. Craig Kimbrell wasn't with the team long, but he was there. Uh, this season with the Dodgers, he had a 22 saves in 47 games, a 3.75 ERA, a 112 ERA plus, 60 innings pitched, 72 strikeouts in 60 innings, which is pretty good, but also 28 walks. Uh not on the playoff roster due to inconsistency. David Roberts had to go and have a conversation with him because he's like, dude, you're just not that good, which is rough to hear Yeah, at any point. But, yeah, that's tough for that guy. But, yeah, he's not not in the playoffs, so don't be looking for him. Uh, moving on. Aroldis Chapman, 2022, he had 30 saves in 36 games, a 4.46 ERA, an 88 ERA plus. This guy is falling off the table a bit. 36.1 innings pitched this year, 43 strikeouts, and 28 walks. Oof, that's over 50%. He's old now. Strikeouts, yeah. And he's old. And, and, and. And he's not on the playoff roster because... He didn't go to a mandatory workout. Like, <laughs> practice? We're talking about practice. He's like, practice? I'm 38 years old. What do I need practice for? I've been doing this since I was freaking 12. They gave us a bye week. I went to fucking Miami. Yeah. I'm having a good time. Couldn't get my flight back after the hurricane. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, he won the, helped us win the World Series and nobody likes him. So that's, 
kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah, nobody gives a shit where he's going to be. Uh, Scott F. Ross, somebody we did actually kind of like. Uh, 2022 with the Yankees. So this is not his Cubs uh, part because he was actually pretty good with the Cubs. He had 12.2 innings pitched, 12 strikeouts, zero walks, a 2.13 ERA, a 188 ERA plus in those 12 innings. Uh, he's not in the playoffs because he had Tommy John surgery, or he needs Tommy John surgery. He blew his arm. The Cubs uh, cut bait with that guy at exactly the right time. And didn't we get was it Wisniewski. part of Wisniewski? Oh, yeah. Wisniewski. Yeah. Like, wow. they dumped Efros for Wisniewski, which is already a mismatch. And then he blows his arm, like, 12 innings later. I'm telling you. Yeah. That was I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. That was just some luck. <laughs> too, yeah. Too, ba- too bad for Efros, though. Uh, I, I really did like him. I thought he was having a great year. And, yeah. you know. Come back better. Uh, yep. David Robertson's our last guy. Uh, this one's hilarious. I mean, now, this is an injury I can laugh about. I'm not going to laugh about I know. Efros one, but this one's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so this is – he uh, went, when he went to Philly, he had 23.1 innings pitched, 30 strikeouts – one walk, a 2.70 ERA, but only an 86 ERA plus. Like he wasn't doing all that hot. Uh, in the playoffs, one inning pitched, two strikeouts, zero walks, but he will not be in the playoffs for the rest as we go because he <laughs> strained his calf while jumping up and down after Bryce Harper hit a home run against Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, he was celebrating the home run. He was celebrating well, a home run. He was jubilantly jumping up and down, and he strained his calf in game two of the wild card series. Um, and which, he, now he's missing the next round. Is hilarious. Uh, that's like uh, there was that kicker back in the day that like kicks a meaningless extra point, and he started jumping up and down. He blew his ACL. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> Martin, Mar- Martin Gramatica, I think Martin Gramatica. Oh my gosh! But, Don't you yeah, think that though when they're celebrating, like they'll do a, have a walk off home run, and then they're like pounding the guy on the head on the helmet. Oh and stuff, yes, and I like, always get worried about him, that. And I'm like, you guys, I know I'm it's exciting, cool. but does it need to be violent? Well, so when I first saw uh, the headline and saw what it was, I didn't realize he was uh, celebrating. I thought he just jumped up to get out of the way of the home run coming in. And I thought if he was with the Cubs, that wouldn't happen because the Cubs are well known for their refusal to move when the ball comes at them. Well, they used to be. No, but they still do it on home runs in the bullpen. If you watch some of those home runs and the guys are sitting there, they just do this. Yeah, they, they will not when, move, and the ball just fucking. Remember when Rosario around. caught uh, Kyle's home run in his hat that one time? <laughs> yeah. That was hysterical. Uh, that's I. I will say that is probably the single biggest thing that I miss about having the bullpens on the field is the guys in the bullpen sitting there. When fucking rocket balls are fouling off at them, and they're just not moving, they just don't move. <laughs> well, amazing. let's uh, that that's it. That's that's, that's your. It. Where are they now? That's there's a lot of them. And as I said, if we had them all, well, some of them would not be on the playoff roster, <laughs> and some of them uh, might be helping us win. So, um, 
Anyway, let's let's uh, take a little uh, commercial break and come back and talk about the Tom Ricketts letter and the and the press conference from Jed, and um, and then we'll like pinch off the episode with a couple of fun things. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on on what the corporates are telling us because it's just the same old bullshit. But uh, but we'll come back and talk about it anyway. Um, so this is a, a commercial for our, our um, Sun Rancho shopping. We'll be right back. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fan Z shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. Welcome back. Um, so I did want to mention, too, the, that sunranto.com shopping. I, I went on there. I was like, I forgot everything that's on there. That that wine of the month, they've got a – I love rosés. I don't know if you're a rosé fan, but – uh, yeah, I, Annie I, loves a little rosé over uh, some ice cubes. I do. Middle I do. Of, put, middle put of my summer. wine on ice. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a fifty dollar bottle of wine. Hey, I like it <laughs> like this. Uh, don't fuck with me. I like it cold. So, um, well, no, Danny drinks fast enough that it's not going to melt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I like I like the pink wine, and uh, they've got like a deal right now. I just happened to see it today on the pink wine at. Uh, a vine box i forget what the name of it. it is wine of the month just go on the sutter at the shopping page you'll see the wide one and click on that there's a rosé sale it's like you get like six bottles for 120 bucks but they're like high-end bottles so if you're like right. looking to throw like a big party and stuff so anyway they pick it for you they know what they're doing i guess um and we get like 20 bucks if you guys do it yeah buy some yeah. wine everybody yeah, likes some wine, wine. do it do it now so it gets rolling for your holidays you'll get some nice you know and then you tell your friends i got this bottle of wine through sun ranto wine club of the month and they buy the wine then you're all drunk watching us and we're just That's rolling right. in the dough we are so much funnier that way yeah we just, <laughs> uh, yeah a little bit of wine why do you think i drink every episode <laughs> why do you think i don't <laughs> like some the, the shows that i drink on they go four hours long every single one of them i will yeah. not shut up i'm like one more thing Hold on. They, they make me laugh my ass off though so i'm, I'll, I'm, I'll get I'm drinking always, the show again yeah i will i'm always a little little depressed when i see danny's not drinking <laughs> You're like, oh, he's gonna be a stickler for the time <laughs> show the commercials this time yeah uh, exactly. Um, so, um, all right, let's talk about, let's go Tom Ricketts first uh, in the letter. And uh, I saw you made some notes here. I don't want to I mean, read the whole, yeah. I'm going to put it up there, Michael, if you just want to like, tell me that. I, like, yeah. We're, we're thought, not going to read, 
we're not going to read the whole letter because we're not fucking sadists. But you can read it right now because I'm putting it up there. But yeah, there, go ahead, pause and read it. But I saw a lot of people, you know, out in the world saying it was a lot of words to say nothing because a lot of it was the same shit he said in 2021. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not true. The fact that he said the same thing as 2021, I think that says a lot. It's not nothing. We know what the fuck happened in 2022 after he sent the same type of letter out, right? Nothing good. It was bullshit then. It's bullshit now. That's actually saying a lot. But let's let's get into reading between some of these lines. From the letter, we were cautiously optimistic with our off-season moves we could compete for a spot in the expanded postseason. <laughs> they format. wanted to be the they wanted to be the Brewers. <laughs> yes, this is exactly what he's saying. If they thought they could compete, why didn't they try harder? I, I mean, I think this means they were using 2022 to test exactly how bad they could be and still make the end of season tournament. This, this is literally is what that they... reduction to the mean that I was talking about, and Ricketts was ahead of the process. Yeah, yeah, they were right on it. They're like, let's see what we can do, the minimum we could do. This is what threading the needle meant. And it, yep. as IFG is saying, it's probably going to be business as usual from here on out. So, Which is you really going to suck for specifically – the players that are on the like upper end of the talent pool it's right. going to it's going to overall reduce their salaries they're not going to be able to you know claim as much because nobody's actually trying to be that good yeah yeah it's 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 going to lower the overall i mean it will probably never get lower but it's going to slow down the growth of of player salaries immensely Okay, let's move it on here. Uh, Ricketts says, We closed out the season's second half with a 39-31 and 31 record, a 557 winning percentage, which is fifth best in the National League. Several of our position players proved that they belong at the major league level. Later in the letter, resources available to substantially supplement our current roster. I underlined supplement our current roster because this is letting you, the fan, know that A, fifth place in the National League is in the tournament, right? Like he's trying to like, hey, in the second half, we were fifth in the league. That means we're in the tournament, right? And B, they might not make all the moves that we want because these guys proved they belong in the MLB. What does that tell you? The guys that we have have proved they belong in the MLB. So they have what they need, and they're just going to, quote-unquote, supplement the roster. Even while we all look at this team and we're like, well, shit, we need upgrades at all these positions. They're not going to do that. They're going to supplement because if they can reproduce what they've done, they'll be fifth in the national league and that's all they're fucking going for i'm, I'm gonna supplement that thought too with a a, a supplemental thought of jed hoyer's uh just to <laughs> like tie Wait, in what he said because they're all went... saying the, they're all saying the same shit like i don't think we need to be like okay here's tom's what tom said and here's what hoyer said because it's the same shit mm -hmm. so um that this is uh 
them oh, yeah, uh, the puppet, talking about. We're, we're not sure which puppet is running which mouth, but yeah. Well, I mean, Tom Ricketts does own all the puppets, so he's <laughs> he's kind of you know everybody's got a puppet. What Tom says, so uh, they talked about hard to imagine. Uh, this is from Jed, a, a young player more focused on the team than Nico Horner. He wants to talk about the team, the winning, the culture. It's it's pretty easy to talk to him about whatever additions might impact him, and that is all about um, a adding a shortstop, but they also said oh, we have total confidence in Nico's ability to play shortstop. The game is going to trend more and more athletic because of new rules. We look at adding more athleticism. Um, so, you know, it, it's, they're probably, I mean, so if they can't get, you know, they're talking out of both sides of them up. Like I think they might even try to lock up Nico Horner long-term on the Cubs this offseason. And yeah, because the guy who keeps talking about team, team team is really focused on team that sounds like a guy like anthony rizzo that might take a, a nice extension we're going to give you this we know it might be a little bit low but you know what it's for the team i'm really excited about the team i want to be a part of this team and if nico does what he's doing right now and actually gets a little bit better as we kind of think he will uh they will have a good player for a low amount on that extension. If they but can get what it they're telling you though, it's to me is that, you know, sure. We're going to try for one of these short stops, you know, your Correa, your Trey Turner, your who hit a big home run in that Dodgers game yesterday. And uh, you know, we're going to try for these for your Bogarts, but if we don't, we have total confidence that Nico Horner is the man for the job and we'll lock him up. And like, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, are you okay? I'm with actually like, concerned. I'm actually concerned that they won't try for the, one of the short stops. They will focus somewhere oh, else. Try. They'll maybe they just try, to, gonna... pick up a, no, they'll they'll try, try to pick up a second baseman. No, they will try. They will absolutely. They don't need a second baseman. They have 17. What is, they will what try. Is try whatever maybe. try means. It means that they need to take a high AAV, no years uh, kind of deal, because exactly what Tom Ricketts is saying in this letter, which is we're going to continue to build this team for a certain kind of sustained success, which gets us close to the postseason tournament, then we were, are going to do that. But we are not going to lay out $500 million to have a shortstop like Correa be here until he's 40 years old. We're not doing that. And you know, go ahead. I have right. you got I think they do go for one of the big shortstops, and they go cheaper on their starting pitching. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, there's because not. Because I hope a long-term big-name shortstop is going to put asses in the seats, and pitchers last. You know, they've got a much shorter shelf life. Well, I I think that's probably true because this free agency class for pitchers is just not very good. Like everybody's everybody's old or somewhat slightly broken. So they're yeah, not can, positive. They want to do put it. them up. There uh, you go. Yeah. G Gordon Wittenmeyer, he, he wrote an article. I didn't read it, but the headline had people talking about how Gordon's so negative, but like Gordon's always right. You know, he's right. <laughs> I fucking love. I want my obvious shirt. Says, uh, G Dub Cub is my, my spirit animal, and so but <laughs> Carlos Rodon, he's like, We're not getting Carlos Rodon, he wants all this money, he's only 30 years old, he's probably gonna opt out anyway. Yeah, but I'm just putting the list up, I'm not gonna go through everybody. Yeah, we, it, we've 
It's it, you know, and then by the end of it, like during the uh, Rancho Roundtable, who was it that Cody said he wanted? Manaya. Oh God. That, yeah. that, but that, that's not like super high end. You know, it's gonna help you, but no, and and you know, and he's thirty one. Like he's good for sure. But anybody on this list? So okay, in your bell there, <laughs> IFG. I don't know. I think that. Bassett has a mutual. Here's the thing to think about. John Lester was 31 when they gave him his deal, right? They gave him, uh, you know, what, five or six years for, you know, 155. That was like the biggest contract they'd ever given whoever. But uh, that guy's not on this list. No, he's not on this list at all. But at the same time, Carlos Rodon is 30. You know, it's like if you think that Carlos Rodon can give you, uh, you know, five or six years. And it was whatever, almost 10 years ago that you gave John Lester 155. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know. There's ways to go about it. Like if you think about how they did the last one, it was, you know, Lester at 31, they knew he wasn't going to do much in the end, but now they're not even willing to take that. You know what I mean? Like they're not even willing to take the end of the the contract as somewhat well because different. intelligent spending. Yeah. We'll do intelligent spending again. We have, but they say we have holes to fill. We'll be aggressive to fill them, whatever that means. It's like it's both sure. things. It's a, maybe it's, they. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they sign Jose Quintana again, and then. <laughs> And then turn around and get Cody. We'll watch Gatman fucking loses. Gatman will lose his mind. Yeah. Well, the thing is about Jose oh, Quintana. He did quite well, in fact, in that that game. That the let's just remind everybody again about the game when the Phillies scored six in the ninth. That game to beat the Cardinals. Jose Quintana wasn't Quintana's fault. You know, he pitched quite well in that game. He didn't give up any runs, in fact, and he was freaking awesome so Mm -hmm. uh i don't know like why the hell that happens to the cubs like i was sitting there like listening to that i was like at the grocery store listening to that game and i was like why do some players just do so shitty with us and so good with everybody else like it's a fucking mystery well maybe figure something out and if they drag him back as a consolation prize then don't yeah. change him, I guess. He'll be bad yeah. again. No, I guarantee he's gonna. He'll come back to us, and it won't go well. At this all. is yeah. okay. Okay, this is mine. This is my dream. Yeah. Please oh, bring right, him okay. home just for a little bit. Oh, Rich Hill for ten years and an option. <laughs> I'll take him for one year. Just, just give him the Bobby Bonilla deal. A million a year for the next fifty years. But he has to pitch. <laughs> like Bobby Woody still has to be in the room. Well, that's the we thing. Could. Rich Hill might actually still be pitching 50 years from now. Yeah. Um, all right. Jumping back into this Ricketts letter, uh, he says, in fact, the last 15 World Series winners were ranked in the top 10 farm systems in MLB in the years leading up to their titles. Later in the letter, he says, our farm system, fifth in baseball, is a significant improvement over our preseason ranking of eighth. Wait a second. We're number five. We're hold on, hold on. Five. If the we're biggest thing you five. need is a top ten farm system and the Cubs were number eight, 
They were already there. Why didn't they fucking go for it? Like, why Why were they just like, I don't give a shit about this season. We got a top eight season. Like, he's like, you got to be in the top ten. Oh, we're eight? Fuck. Who cares about this okay, season? But, but what see, are you they saying? Had to You're either... use this year to test how bad they could be and still make it to the playoffs Correct. before they have the sports book. Agreed, which came earlier. I Yeah, I, I agree with it. It just fucking drives me insane that he talks. Like, people are like, oh, he didn't say anything. No, he's saying a lot of shit here. He's saying they were a top 10 farm system, and they did not go for it, even though he is claiming that top 10 farm systems make you like eligible for a world eventually race. yeah eventually but still you gotta fucking go for it every season's sacred right danny okay so moving on resources available to substantially supplement our current roster we will be active in free agency this means nothing they have been active in free agency for the last few years but they've yeah. got nothing done because they're trying to thread the needle instead of going for it that it, it's he's saying the same thing over and over but people are acting like he's not they are threading this fucking needle and yeah i believe that they are very active in free agency but they're not winning they're not getting the guys right because they keep lowballing them uh, or i mean i i mean they are active they got say suzuki they went and got stro those are long-term situations, but that is part of this like building block. Stroh's three years, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I would. I don't think I'd call three years a long-term contract. I would call the five. That's at the beginning of a long-term contract. They're but, planning to compete. I think. I think they're planning to go for the tournament next year, and then maybe more for that next. I don't think you year. go out. I don't think you go out of your way to buy Saya for five years if you don't think you're competing within four yeah right well be, but still because, that's, dude, that's because, a long time. because of the expanded playoffs and i think that they are active in in free agency but i think what they did last year was they thought that saya and stro were it that's all they needed like if they just got those two guys they had well, everything because, else that they needed. Because they had Miley, and they had Smiley, and you thought that Hendricks was going to pitch in the major leagues last year. And you actually might have had a little bit of a different season. You might have yeah. been on the cusp of one of those postseason but again, it's, slots. You, you, you know, even with what you have, you swept the Phillies when the young pitching emerges, and that was your – if that would have been our depth, if your Justin Steele's of the world were your depth and your Hayden Wisniewski's were your depth at the end of the year, those yeah. guys are coming out of the pen. You know what I mean? Like Keegan Thompson's out of the pen all year. You maybe have a different kind of situation. I don't want to shoulda, woulda, coulda last year, but there was a lot of injuries to some pretty key players. Absolutely. But they've never had enough power. But this actually plays right into my last bit. Intelligent decision-making as we build a roster that can win games in the postseason. You notice he didn't say win the division. Right. Win the games in the postseason. Right. Because, again, as IFG has pointed out, as I've said, Danny has said, we've been saying actually for a long time, they don't give a shit about winning the division. They All they care about is to catch the pack late and try to win the tournament. That's all they want. They want to be 
the fifth place team in the tournament, the sixth place team in the tournament. That's all they care about. This is going to, and Crawley said it, I don't know, last year argued with me, said, nope, they're going to see how this goes and they're going to start spending because they're going to want to win. They don't want to win anymore. I do not believe that they want to win anymore at all other than the world series it's the world series or nothing they do not care if they don't get the world series which means wild card that's this all they was care inevitable. about this was inevitable as soon as the major league teams themselves were able to benefit from gambling yep well yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah and it, then danny's brought this up the the fucking bullshit universal dh is all about uh you know, Evening making everything playing. even across the board so the gambling works better. The uh, the Alex postseason schedule. tournament is a gambling fucking vehicle. Yeah. Like you yeah. just more get more people in, and, more games and, to gamble on, and and more and also the evening of the schedule. So you have less interdivisional games to even out the schedule. So it's a little quote unquote fairer. Yeah. For, you know, and for- and by the way, Pete Rose. And uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and who else? There's, uh, you know, the whole, you know, all, 19, all 19, the eight men out, yeah. All the eight men out are Eddie, not in the Eddie Hall of Fame. Seacoat? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they did. They don't have a chance for the Hall of Fame because they gambled at yeah. some point back in the day, and uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, so that's what we're looking at, and pretty much, I, I would say Jed had the exact same uh, issue. Yeah. issue with uh being somewhat i mean not but he said well, a whole lot of nothing is what i'm trying to say it's like okay you know, but, but this is what i'm talking about too everybody yeah. says he said a whole lot of nothing rick had said a whole yeah. lot of nothing and i feel like that's why i tried to break this down they didn't yeah. say a whole lot of nothing no i totally they, agree with you they were just talking out of the side of their mouths about what like they they were massaging the things that they really wanted to say we're not going for divisions we're going for yep the end of season tournament you know we're not going to go get no the big splash we're supplementing that. the team you know and what that's I mean? it it's like because we've been telling them for years like okay okay you're gonna tell us yeah 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 we're a dynasty but then you're gonna sell all of our players out we're like we're sick of being lied to and we've been telling them that for years. We're tired of being lied to. So they put out this letter. There's not a single lie in it. It doesn't say that we're going to try to win the division or be the best team. It says we're going to play postseason games. Sure. And well, guess and when you what? The- if we if we get into the wild card, you get three postseason games. It's not even like a play-in. And they will well, tell you about it. At- <laughs> and two. they'll tell you about Odds it. Odds are two because that's what we saw this year. Well, they've yeah. already been saying that we've made the postseason six out of the last seven years. They've, yeah. they've been already using which isn't that. true. Yeah, I mean, well, they can't say it anymore. That's for sure. We've they, every year they're like, we thought it was going to be well, like this, but, but it was that's like why that. they changed the wording to yeah. postseason and not playoffs. Because well, they've been saying postseason for a while. Is what I'm saying. Like they right they counted because, because they heard me bitching saying it's not the fucking playoffs. It's yeah. postseason. There's yeah. two different things. So yeah, I mean it's not good enough. That's for that's I mean that's it's for not. one. But uh, no, they they've been saying. I mean, 
here's the thing. If we keep showing up, they're never going to uh, do anything. We haven't, we, we've been talking for an hour and 33 minutes about the Cubs. Uh, the, and um, there hasn't been a we, Cubs hey, game. We spent a long time building up to the Cardinals blowing that game in the ninth <laughs> inning. We, we really built to that crescendo. Like, that took a while. We talked about the Indians, you know, the Mariners. Like, we spent some time because they have done such a bad job that a Cubs podcast can't even focus on the Cubs anymore. Exactly. It's sad. <laughs> um, so I, I do have a little bit of good news, and that is that, you know, some some of these uh, young guys that uh, that were developing the, the next Cubs core or whatever, that they uh, – the, the uh, fifth best farm system in the majors, uh, they um, they won a player of the year, a couple of the guys. Matt Mervis uh, with his 36 home runs, who I don't know if you just if he's like just a front runner to get that first base job. I mean, you know, what else are you going to do? Who else do you – I mean, unless you move – unless you really think that Patrick Wisdom can hold that down, I mean, who do you got? Like – I don't. has got to catch the baseballs. We're not going to have Wilson. Yeah, I mean that, be there unless he's qualifying for Wilson. If if you if you want to save a little bit of money because you're the Ricketts, PJ Higgins at first base, and you know catch one day a week. You know, like first, you know, first base yeah. is well. They were kind of doing that, you know, especially yeah. when Frank yeah. the Tank went down, and uh, when I'm drawing a blank on his name, um, the other guy. Rivas, Rivas, yeah, Alfonso Rivas, yeah. yeah. Well, but they've been talking a lot about trying to transfer Wisdom over there, too. But I mean, if Wisdom can do it, but maybe uh, not all the time, and you put Higgins over there, and Higgins or, is your—that's what I'm saying. Like, or it's Matt Mervis, and you're not worried about any of this stuff. Or maybe right. he comes out has a monster spring. He just breaks with the team, and he's awesome in the major leagues, and he's the rookie of the year, and like. You know, I want that to happen. I'm with you, Danny. Yeah, he just won Player of the Year, so it's good. The Yay! other guy, the other guy is uh, Devers, Luis Devers, uh, 191 ERA between Myrtle Beach and South Bend in 117.2 innings, mostly as a starter. So, so also, I'm just good news. Do you like, remember I don't give talking a lot of good about, news? That's some good news. Do you remember? I, I think it's wonderful news. Do you remember talking about Devers this year? Uh, didn't you think he was somebody else? <laughs> I don't know. You just said Devers, and I'm like, who? Because there's like Raphael Devers too, right? There's another Devers. Yeah. yeah. So it's anyway, a double Devers uh, situation. Um, yeah, it's it, he. I took the double Dever. So um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we're gonna do one more commercial. We're gonna come back and do a good, bad, and the ugly, and um, and uh, which is a nice little bit, real quick. And then uh, actually, do you know what? Screw screw the commercial. I'm I'm rolling through. I'm rolling through. Even though my cat wants to go out, I don't care. Um, we're we're doing good, bad. <laughs> we're doing good, bad, and the ugly, which is good, uh, the bad, which the is kind of like a commercial, but not really because it's just more fun than a commercial. So, um, this is I've got two things for good. Okay, now I want everybody's opinion on this. Uh, now this it. is uh, how does that go? Yeah, I was trying to do the Sergio Leone. The good, the bad, and the ugly, ugly, ugly. So this is what I'm showing to the podcast listeners. I will describe. It looks like a like a varsity letterman's jacket. 
and there's a couple different patches on the jacket. Um, okay. it's no, yeah, well, like, yeah, a couple. I mean, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, if you count the sleeves, and, and then on the back, seven patches. Yeah, seven patches, and then in the back, nine, ten, where you got the eight, <laughs> uh Cubs bear, uh, or is that the sixty-nine bear? That's Six, that's the eighty-four bear. The, 84 the sixty-nine bear. bear is the yellow one. Nice, and then. Um, but yeah, but it kind of looks cool. It kind of look as that race car driver look. Now, my only problem with the jacket is that it's a hundred percent polyester. What? Doesn't it look like it should be wool with leather sleeves? Yes. It's polyester, and it doesn't look polyester. What? Hmm. I don't even know how they keep the patches on the polyester with it not <laughs> coming off. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Mm. So anyway, Maybe it's printed. Tell me in the chat if you like this. This is, is my this vote. Okay, uh, we got we, we, we got, got a boo, we got a boo. A ugly, ugly, ugly. Yeah. So people aren't liking my taste with the good. I kind of like it. I'm I'm on the fence about it. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't make fun of anybody for having it. Well, I it, guess. it's also two hundred and seventy-four dollars. Oh, okay. At two hundred and seventy-four dollars, it feels like it should be like a Letterman's jacket, and like the well, the wool and the leather and the yeah. yeah. It, that's it what I thought. Polyester, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Are they just trying to fool people into buying this thing, and it just comes and it's just like light polyester? Does it because it looks like a warm coat? So. Anyway, people don't like it, so I dropped the link in the chat. If you like it, you should buy it because then we get a kickback from your two hundred seventy-four dollars. <laughs> uh, so uh, now here's here's my next one. Um, now, you know, right now I'm getting married in uh, a little over a month. Um, I'm trying Yay. to find it here, and um, yeah, me and Nicole go down to Mexico, and so I texted her earlier tonight. I said, "Can I have this as our, my rig?" My because I still oh. don't have a wedding ring, <laughs> and it is a championship 2016 it's ring. Only it's only 40, 40 bucks. Do yeah, it. 40 bucks. You can get it on Amazon Prime. Now, here's the thing, and you know, it's so it's eligible for Prime. You probably have it in a week. Um, but and I'm gonna drop the link for this one in the chat too. Um, but here's uh my question though. Why can't I get it in multiple sizes? It's it says on the thing, and uh, when I I clicked the see more on it, and it mm -hmm. said um, uh, that it was uh, one size fits most, and I'm like, <laughs> if there's anything that you need something that's a reg that's the size you are, it's a fucking ring. <laughs> so maybe You're it right. fits me, but I'm not gonna like pay forty dollars. I mean, free returns, I guess. Maybe well, I can just get it. As, as hilarious and funny that would be if that was your wedding ring, you would get so sick of having that on that you would never wear your wedding ring. Well, wear it around a on a chain. I don't know. No, I, I won't that's wear a, my ring anyway. A fucking you know? promise ring. That's not a wedding ring. By uh, the way, uh, yeah, whatever your background. Streamyard has told me that for some reason they cannot do my background. In fact, during that whole thing. My whole screen blacked out. I lost the baseball game. Like everything fucking flipped out. And then StreamYard was like, it's because you got a weird background. 
Oh well, maybe it, it's uh, they they caught it as like a barcode or something. No, but, no, it's got it's got Major League Baseball logos in it. They might have just shut you the oh. fuck down. Like it's oh. playoff time. They're watching everybody. You know, I'm just saying. Like that's happened. Like when. Uh, oh like man, sport- I'm glad I'm not in my living room. I <laughs> didn't. I didn't even think about that. Well, but yeah, you're right. There'll be something going on on the back of your of uh, like in the back when you're trying to broadcast something. And uh, no, that'll totally fuck you. So, uh, all right. So that's, those are my goods. So somebody buy that ring. Actually, I think I might just buy it. I might just buy that ring as my wedding ring. And, um, and, and if it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, I'll ask my jewel jeweler friend to help me. If he can't get it to the right size, then I'll just uh, get another ring. (laughs) So, so So, here's my, all my batteries are up four, three. They would have been up, I believe, five three, but they had a toot bland sliding in home, just kind of oh, no. not a good. Yeah, they they got them by a minute. So well, yeah, but, Padres a little little sloppy, little little bit of a sloppy team. So uh, here's my bad. All right, now you can get this from Amazon, you collectors out there. What a what a wonderful collection of cards this is. Um, <laughs> It's the 15-card team set with rookies from Tops, the Heritage Baseball Series. And, boy, look, look at this, guys. Uh, you can get yourself uh, – and it's got Wilson. It's got Hap. But look at this. It's got Matt Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> got Harold Ramirez in there. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you got Rivas. Alec Mills, uh, he pitched a little bit. Yeah, you got Ortega up there. But, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it's Ortega. A, yeah, yeah, not 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 great. So unfortunately, the bad is the actual players that are on the actual team of the Chicago Cubs, which makes uh, you Seth could actually Lowry. go to the gas station and get just as good a pack for twenty five cents, and you'll get exactly. a piece of stale bubble gum. Now, if you hated the last jacket that I put up as my good, <laughs> you're gonna really hate this one. Here's my ugly. This is a $497. You You can put your own name on it. Uh, you no, it says no, that's not so that's that's Ralph, that's the fucking like designer. Unless your name is Ralph or Lauren, and maybe you're married, your name's Ralph, and you married somebody named Lauren, or vice versa. Um, yeah, so this is the the Cubs logo on the front that makes it look like it says Cuba. <laughs> you know, yeah, that, it does. I love the Cuba logo for the, the record. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, that was like in the two thousands, right? I think. Yeah, it was. It was early Sammy days for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then but on the back you have the small Cubs logo and giant words Ralph and Lauren. So just like this is for the label whore. Uh, the you know yes. god it's just awful if i you know that i'm gonna see this someday and it's gonna be some douchebag in the 1914 club that you know uh comes to one game a year and probably just bought it on his way to the stadium uh, i'd what's slap the most him on the back sport? and be like hey ralph how you doing yeah hey ralph how's lauren no so, my god yeah so it's pretty bad but i but if you do buy this for five hundred dollars You'll be my hero because we get like eight percent of your purchase. If you if you <laughs> buy this, I want you to hang yourself while wearing it. 
Oh God! I don't think you're allowed to say that on YouTube anymore. <laughs> Sorry. No, we will get shut down. So, um, all right. So uh, that's that's it. Right? it not, nothing. I mean, well, I think the ring. I think the ring's the only one. The I'm gonna buy. The one, I think. Yeah, that's what. That's I'm the get. winner. Yep, the ring. You can't. I mean, you can't go wrong with. That's the beauty. That's the good. So uh, Cubs caroling is coming up. These are the announcements. Um, I made a Facebook event. It's going to be December 17th. I am um, already working on my song, Danny. I'm, oh, I'm, no. Man. I, That's not I, good news for me. No, know? I'm going for it this year. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to find one that I can sing. I'm going to practice. Are you going to hire? I was going to say, if you're going for, you're going to hire some singers this time. I'm. I might learn to play the piano. Just oh, that okay. one song, but you know. All right, all right. I like. All right, little brownie points here. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Right, like just one finger. <laughs> yeah. Ding, no, ding, ding. Yeah, that's not. No, that's not going to do it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Cubs caroling December 17th. I think we're going to do it at 5 p.m. I, I put that we're going to meet at Output Lounge because um, we did that last year, and they let us into their back room uh, to rehearse back there. But um, That sounded dirty. I'm just going to put that now. <laughs> I know. But, <laughs> but I'm going to put that there for now. Uh, but join the Facebook event. I'm going to try to make a, uh, what do they call it, Evite for it as well. So, um, so start, you know, speaking of Cubs, Carol, start working on yours. They, I'd have a prize and the prize this year for the winning Cubs, Carol, it's I'm pretty cool. It home. It's, it's worth about $69. Look at this. Nice. It's, it is a, you can't see cause my stupid ring light. It is a mm. 1970 Leo DeRocher near mint baseball card that was given to me by my friend, Kevin. And it could be yours if you win the Cubs caroling uh, contest. So there you can see it better without the glare. So that's pretty cool baseball for you collectors out there. Um, Yeah. So uh, that's, that's the prize So start working on your Cubs carols, uh, Cubs Christmas carols. Um, Also our schedule is going to be a little wonky, I guess the next couple of weeks, like tonight we're going up against the game. We didn't really mean to do that, but there was like no other time to do it. And then, um, uh, as I said, I'm getting married. So I, from like basically November 16th through like December, first week of December, we're, we're not going to have a show unless Michael wants to have a show. Then Michael could do a show. I'm not going to be at the show though. That's then I gotta, saying. I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do the whole stream yard thing. I'm going to learn how to use <laughs> this. Very close I got to gotta, gotta learn how to just not just click on the link. So have a, have a nice Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? So, but, but I, I don't know. We're, we try to stay out of the way of football. So that like gets, get, leaves you know us what? like I'll, Tuesdays I'll and Wednesdays. Post, I'll post Patreon shit during that time. Yeah. So the Patreon people will get a little content. And uh, meanwhile, we're, I'm going to, I'm going to go get married to Mexico as you do. <laughs> at, at thanksgiving time so um and also i just want to say that like sometimes we might not do this show and just do the twitter spaces instead during the off season because that's kind of like a show but it's interactive with you guys and i know you you interact on the chat and everything and that's cool but i like hearing from more people like like, like to hear your voice like to hang out and hear everybody's uh you know have a conversation instead um and um also i just wanted to thank everybody that uh participated in the on the facebook page the mike leonard condolences jersey where we give uh if somebody loses their parent um we we all pitch in give them something 
with um you know from all of us at the ranters so uh we we had raised money a little bit ago for uh carl craddock he lost both his parents within the last year and a half i think um his mom was the latest one that died and we raised money and uh there was a memorial service on sunday and he had said that he didn't want another jersey which we got him for his dad so so we ended up getting him some flowers and uh this is them. My friend Lauren picked him up. Um, he's, I think he's been on the show as a White Sox fan. Uh, he picked him up and he went out to the memorial service. Um, and um, they, check this out. He, I told him he, I had, we had about $70, $75 to spend. <laughs> and so he bought a rose arrangement that was custom for $69.99. He made sure to nice. send me the tag. He knows how much that means to us here on the Sun Ranto show. And it meant a lot to Carl. He also th- thanked me and said, Thank you so much for the beautiful flowers. So um, I was uh, busy doing my own funeral. So I had a, I had a funeral. I had a wake on Friday. I had a funeral on Sunday from my aunt who lived 95 years, just like a really oh, long, man. great life. But so, yeah, it's just uh, everybody take care of themselves because, uh, you know, that's that's catchy. We're coming out of this pandemic and people still dying. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They told us everybody is going to stop dying. Biden said we were fine. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Biden said the pandemic is over. Nobody's dying ever again. Ever again. But uh, people are being born. And I forgot to bring this up on the uh, Ranter Roundtable. But our friend Michael Cerami from uh, Bleacher Nation had a little baby um, doing his part to grow the fan base. Meet Leonardo Salvatore Cerami. Uh, he and Mama are uh, healthy and happy and ready to root for the Cubs. I always so, get a little, a little anxious Leo. about seeing teenagers with babies, though. I know. He looks so young, right? <laughs> like, you should have waited a little longer. Maybe gone to school. I don't Teen know. Teen pregnancies. Freaking Biden again. Job. Just, yeah. just making teenagers get pregnant. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, uh, also, there's been another death I haven't gotten around to uh, <laughs> dealing with it. But Brian, Brian, uh, our Pirates fan friend who comes on the show all the time the guitar player his dad died so uh i've been in contact with him we're gonna get him a pirates ralph kiner jersey so that's gonna happen i'll put up again if you guys want to pitch in for it you know it's we always raise too much and that's fine because we're gonna need it because everybody keeps dying apparently so (laughs) um anyway (laughs) maybe i should get off of that I was getting in with the baby too, and I forgot about the other deaths. So uh, <laughs> take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. But uh, I'll start with the TFC. Do you have one, Michael? I do. Okay. No, I, I, and IFG, do you have one? I, I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. I, I was trying to explain it before, but it's, it's, and I should explain it to everybody who doesn't know what it is anyway. It, TFC stands for these flexing cubes, where we just take something that we found on the internet that is baseball related or not. Um, Cubs related or not, and uh, we make fun of that person. <laughs> we bring them on. Sometimes it's harsh. Sometimes it's stupid. Sometimes it's ridiculous. Sometimes it's funny. But uh, sometimes it's disgusting. But um, I'll start with this one. Um, that is uh, this. This fits into the death, the death situation. I found this when I was looking around Amazon for a good, bad, and the ugly. And this is a baseball that a grandson can uh, gift to their or a grandmother can grift gift 
to their grandmother You're going to grift it to her because uh, she's charging her grandson for well, this. The, the real grift is to pay $24 for this. <laughs> and they got six different styles. You can give it dad to son, you know, whatever, mom to son. But it, 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 there's not one for girls. You can't give this to your daughter. It's only for uh, uh, male identifying children. So, um, my but it, here's the problem with my this baseball. There's it's, probably it, a softball for girls. There is and there's twice as many words. Yeah, well, it, well, it, God, they already have enough, enough fucking words. This is <laughs> the most. I mean, you know how big a baseball is. It's tiny, and and it fits in the palm of your hand. Well, this thing they wrote a novel on the damn thing, really and it's not I know it's like got sixty five different fonts going on, <laughs> and I'm like, like, like this person, like it, it's just like somebody. I have Jesus read it while he was talking, and she lost her shit. Yeah, well, should I read it? It's all right. Yes, my, read my it. grandson. I want you to believe deep in your heart, other font that other font. You're capable of achieving anything you put your mind to. Other font that you will never lose or either win or learn. Other font, just go forth and aim for the skies. And I can't, pr other font, I can't promise to be here for the rest of your life. But I can't <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, read this, like, get this on your 10th birthday. Can you imagine? You know, you're like sitting there holding this thing, reading this from your grandma, and all of a sudden you're like, she's like, well, I'm going to die. But you always have this ball. Um, and <laughs> hey, hold on. Grandma finally remembered I like baseball. Yeah. Oh, my grandma's going to die. <laughs> Happy birthday. Contemplate my death. <laughs> but she says, um, I can't promise to be here for the rest of your life, but I can promise to, other font, love you for the rest of mine. <laughs> Love grandma. She's doubling down on, yeah, on the death. It's not, it's not gonna be long. You know what? We're gonna stop. I'm, I'm so much closer now than I was before I gave this <laughs> Well, I'm gonna drop a link for this in the chat because we do get a case you want to buy this for your this is, to this traumatize what, your grandchildren. All the ranchers need to send this to Danny for his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forget what the other ones are, but they they have twenty five bucks for this thing too. Oh, what a rip! <laughs> List price is thirty though. You save six dollars. Um, <laughs> that's a prime early access. You have two more hours or whatever to buy this thing. So, all right. So, anyway, that was ridiculous. <laughs> oh God damn it! You should have ended with that one. Yeah, Holy I should have. God, I, 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 was good. I didn't know it was going to be that funny. <laughs> well, did it you was... not read it? Did you not realize? I did. I did, but I read it by myself, not with everybody. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it could only be better if grandma, if like you could actually see a dead grandma there with it, like in her hand. <laughs> just like, like at the funeral, just like <laughs> holding it in the casket. <laughs> that's that's what the. The grandson, when she dies, he puts it, puts her, it in the in his casket with her in her hands with, with the rosary. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brutal. Oh, Just God. brutal. All right, what great. you got? 
tough act to follow for both of us. I honestly don't. This is the funny thing about TFCs is that I put them in here. The show's so long. I, I drink. I never know what I'm. I, I'm just as surprised as you guys are. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. <laughs> davis jr 5000 says if the cardinals lose tonight what are their fans going to do until their annual january 6th celebration oh that's good that's fucking wonderful (laughs) uh this sons that Uh, surprised me uh, this one's from sports dudes (laughs) And uh, did you guys see what game was it that, that there was a guy that in a chicken suit at the game? Did you see uh, that? San Diego, I would guess. Yeah. Well, it, sports dude says, if you got to a game in a chicken suit, <laughs> you truly are a loser. A so, loser. I, I love, love the people who can't spell loser. Yeah. Well, I love it, especially if you're like calling people losers where, well, misspelling the word loser. It's just one of those. You know, that's that's a classic internet flex. That really is. Oh, those are fun. That, don't you have another one? I don't. I only have one. What's what? this one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, See, yeah. You're, you're in the same boat as me. You're like, oh, what is this? Yeah, well, this is actually a good one to kind of end on, just to wind it down here. It's like uh, Shug Nasty on Twitter, at S-H-U-U-G Nasty, if you want to follow him says, uh, the Cubs are like the really rich family member that gets you gifts from the dollar store. You straight. They uh, kind of are like this. Exactly like <laughs> yes. this. $25 store gives you a baseball from your grandma. <laughs> if I got that from one of the Ricketts, it would actually be hopeful. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, all right. Well, that's the show. That's a, That's a good one. That was fun. We we had a, we had a, we learned a lot. I think. Um, oh, we nailed the two hour mark. I love it. Yeah, we did. I knew Beautiful. we might. I knew we might. Uh, thank you, uh, Infield Fly Girl, of course, as always for for sitting in the third chair here. Uh, and uh, Michael wants to uh, what promote a little over the yeah, IV Confluence beer. beer. Send us money over the Ivy check. Send me beer. Money. I'm in Seattle. Yeah, no, and you, and got you gotta go hang out with together. Gary. You guys actually would be friends, like absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Gary's an awesome guy. He's a he's a theatrical dude. He's a lot of fun. He's one of my. He's a musician. He's he's a great dude. Um, plus, he's a twin, which is a little creepy. <laughs> so, never seen the other one. Actually, I did it. It freaked me out. I was like, "You have to leave my house." Like, I can't. Like, really, there can't I, be two of this. No, yeah, because I knew Gary for like ten years. We like hung out so much, and then his brother, then I met his brother like ten years later. Like, I grew up with twins, and like, I, well, that's a story. That's another off season story. We're not even in the off season. We got baseball to watch. We're gonna blow our two hour mark. Yeah, well, we just did. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna play a song, and uh, I'm gonna play that cup snake. Uh, everybody doing the cup snakes again, like I played last, uh, last time. So, uh, Spagog, y'all, and uh, we'll Spagog! we'll do this again uh, next week. Spagog. Yes, you will.
the train from Barrington to get drunk and have some fun in the bleachers. Fireballs at Cubby Bear with his friends, he doesn't care if he's late. He boos and screams and cheers and he pounds a dozen beers in the bleachers. But the highlight of his day was when he made a cup snake. They pile it high and pile it higher. Left field sucks came from the choir. They stacked those cups for 27 rows. How beautifully built those cups were. Till a mean red shirt in a shirt. Spin money, I think it's time to go.
Hear that? That's the sound of change being cooked up in our schools. Each day, school food professionals throughout California are working to make better meals for our kids, one tray at a time. These meal planning, sauce stirring, taste bud training professionals are making food for students from kindergarten to high school using fresher ingredients and flavors kids love. The secret ingredient to better school food in California? The dedicated professionals who are improving it every day. Learn more about how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.